praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your amazing love. We bless you for your amazing love. Thank you, Jesus. We honor your presence. We honor your presence, Lord. We honor your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, before you take your seat, could you fist bump somebody or give them an elbow and say it's good to see you this morning in the house of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Wasn't sure who was going to be at church this morning, seeing that this is the unofficial first day of summer. Amen. <laughs> you all clap like I said, give a clap for Jesus, but you say give a clap for summer. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yes. Praise God, 80s today, 90s tomorrow, I tell you. Oh, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> I'll say it's good to be in the house of the Lord and we praise him for his presence. Uh, just before I uh, deliver the word, I just want to once again introduce a special guest to our church, uh, Dr. Scott Sunquist. He is, wait, wait, let, me, let me finish, let me, let me finish, because you, you don't know who he is. <laughs> but he is the president of Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary, and he's with us this morning, Dr. Sanford. Amen. My, my daughter's an alumni, and just glad for you to be with us. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, let's, let's get ready for the word. Got a lot to do. Um, let's bow our heads. Father, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of the understanding of our heart be enlightened so that we would know what is the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance that is in each and every one of us who are your saints. And help us to know the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe. It's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We also borrow another prayer from the Apostle Paul. I pray that my speech and my preaching will not be with the enticing words of man's wisdom, a demonstration of spirit and power that our faith will not rest in the wisdom of man or in the wisdom of Brian Green, but in the power of God, in Jesus' name, amen. Jeremiah 29, verse 1 to 7 and then 10 to 13 and Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 to 16 um, but before I get into that let me just I, I want to um, remind you that this Friday we can go back in the slides I, I, I jumped ahead um, uh, but this Friday, uh, we're going to uh, 
again, meet in prayer for First Friday. We, we uh, had promised the Lord that every First Friday we would meet in his house and pray to God for his move, for revival. And I'm really, um, this is a, even a, a, I guess a, for when we were at a sad moment in the sense that our last First Friday, uh, which was May 5th, uh, the speaker was uh, Dr. Roberto Miranda, and that was one of the last messages that he spoke as his funeral was on um, Friday. And so we're just honored that he would speak one of his last sermons out of this church. He's the pastor of Lion of Judah, if you want to know who he is. Uh, I want to speak this morning on the subject of community care. As you know, uh, our, our mission as Pentecostal Tabernacle is uh, restoring lives broken by the power of sin so that these very same lives uh, bring honor and glory to God. Or, as you've heard uh, us sing, simply restoring broken lives. This is our mission. The word mission comes from a Latin word, mitere uh, missi, uh, and it simply means to be sent. So the reason why we were sent on a corner, to be on a corner of Magazine and Perry Street, and then of course our other location, which we hope to open up soon, is on a corner of Washington Street and Columbia Street, the reason why we were sent there is to see broken lives restored. Um, and uh, one of the things that uh, I'm trying to learn, say trying, 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 trying to learn, is, is to eat, um, um, proper, eat properly from the four food groups. I don't know if you ever remember the four food groups. And, and the four food groups, is, is what, protein, and, and it's all on the screen there, I can't read it, but that's all right. Uh, grain and fruit and vegetables, like those are the four food groups. Um, I, I don't see ice cream there, amen. I don't see pie there. I tell your neighbor, say, that's all right, I'm gonna eat it anyways, right? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Woo. My wife and I, we went out to uh, dinner last night, celebrating our anniversary. And everything that was on, well, most of the stuff that was on that table, I just, we just said, well, we'll, we'll ask forgiveness another time. <laughs> but I say that because just as there's four main food groups, we also, as a church, have four priorities. Uh, we went away as an executive team and had a retreat and had a, uh, a consultant from Grace Chapel who really helped us to think about what is the priorities of our church as we uh, want to move forward. And this was 2018. And we said that the priorities of our church, especially with those of you, and I'm saying all this because we have a lot of new people in our church and, and we want to make sure that you understand what we're trying to do. Like we're not just here to have a kumbaya hour. We're here because, because we are on mission with God not for God, although it is for his glory, but with him. And so one of the things that we, we decided as we were talking as an executive team is that we have four priorities. Number one, the first priority is church on Sunday. Amen. Like this is, this is one of the main priorities, which is why we 
uh, during the pandemic and people couldn't come to church. We bought all this, these lights and cameras and all sorts of things because we want to make sure that church still occurs on Sunday, but even church in the house of God on Sunday. The other thing, other priority that we have is uh, children's ministry. Very important. It's a priority, which is why we took the time to spend a lot of money to, uh, to transform the lower fellowship hall into Sunday school classes while we move forward into our future. Um, and then the third thing is care for our congregation, which is why <clears throat> we're investing a lot into small groups and, and, and ministering to our leaders and making sure that we are our brother's keeper, that, that, that care for each other cannot come simply from the elder of a pastoral care, certainly can't come from me only. It has, to, it has to be a team effort. We must be our brother's keeper, amen? And so, and I wanna talk about uh, care for our community. Care for our community. In Jeremiah 29 verse one to 14 says, and this is the uh, NIV version. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent to Jerusalem, for, sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all uh, the people, all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem, Jerusalem means peace, into Babylon, which means confusion. And some of you feel like you've been taken from peace into confusion. But I got a news for you, God, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, God is not the author of confusion, but he's the author of peace. Amen. Verse 4, this is what the Lord Almighty God of Israel says to all those carried into exile from Babylon, you know, from, from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons. Give your daughters a marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. So not only is he saying, uh, have your children get married, but have your children have children. So you're gonna be there to have grandchildren. Also, this is the one I really wanna focus on. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you. Pray to the Lord for the city because if the city prospers, you too will prosper. This is what the Lord says, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise. And this is the scripture that most of us know or have heard of. For I, the Lord, know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Could you turn to the person next to you and tell them God has a plan for you? Amen. That person may not have believed you, so turn to another person and say, God has a plan for you. Amen. It's actually a good plan to prosper you. Verse 12 says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole, all of your heart. 
I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity, back from your confusion. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing. You are the light of the world. A city, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it on a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. And we know this one, let your light so shine before men and women and children that they may see your good works, but give the glory to God, your Father in heaven. Amen. So I want to talk to you about community care. Community care. There are, there are, <clears throat> there are a lot of churches that I call destination churches. And what I mean by destination churches is that people come in from all uh, different places, different cities, and they come to a church and they care about the people in their church, brothers such and such, sisters such and such. They care about their children, have fantastic programs, but they have no footprint, no concern, no care for the community in which their church is located. Are you following me so far? Uh, Dr. Evie Hill, pastor in Los Angeles, California. So, uh, some of you uh, would, would not have heard of him because he passed away a while ago, but he was a, uh, one of the most uh, influential preachers in our country back in the 1980s and the 1990s. And I remember being at a conference in uh, Washington, D.C., and he spoke a message that changed my life that had an impact on me as I began to think uh, back when I was in my 30s about uh, possibly pastoring this church. And he preached a church called, he preached a sermon called The Church That Mattered. The Church That Mattered. And he said, lifted from its community, would anybody miss your church? If all of a sudden your church was lifted out of its community, turned into condos, would anybody miss it? And he said, if your church is not missed from your community, then your church does not matter. Mm. I want to be a church that matters. I, I want to be a church that if we were to move from this community or the other community that we're in, the port, I, I, want, I, want, I want to be missed. I, I want the works that we do to be missed. And, and too often, what happens is that because churches do not have a care for their community, uh, I imagine for many churches during the, uh, during the pandemic, when they shut down for two years, nobody missed them. I don't want to be that church. And I hope you don't want to be that church. I said, I hope you don't want to be that church. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, I hope that your sole purpose is not just to come here, sit in a pew, sing happy songs, hear a message of inspiration, 
and go home and say, see you next Sunday. We want to be a church that matters. And the word here, he, he's, you know, the whole context of this sermon is that the, the people of Israel, and I, I don't have too much time to get into the background, but you really need to start at chapter 20. Well, everybody likes 29. I know the plans I have for you. But there's some things that happen in chapter 27 and chapter 28 that you want to want to read. And part of it is that Israel is carried off into Babylon. Uh, the first invasion of Babylon takes place around 606, 605 BC. And then about, oh, maybe uh, six, about 13 years later, what happens is that these prophets uh, start saying, hey, you're not going to stay in Babylon long. God's going to deliver you from Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. And Jeremiah comes and says, no, 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 no. You're not getting out of here soon. The prophet that told you that you're getting out of here in two years is lying. And I want to let you know, this is what the Lord says. He says, you're going to be here for 70 years. And seeing that you're going to be here for 70 years, you might as well marry, you might as well uh, plant, you might as well establish your business, establish your career. As a matter of fact, you might as well get ready to have grandchildren here because you're not going to get out of here for a while. And seeing that you're not going to leave here for a while, I know you hate the Babylonians, I know you're upset that they exiled you from your homeland of Jerusalem, but you need to pray for that city that you can't stand because as the city goes, so do you. So as much people want to call you know, Cambridge that liberal city and that city that's godless and that city, we need to pray for Cambridge because as Cambridge goes, so in some ways do us. And if you don't believe that, all you have to do, on the signs, there are signs on the street, are you hearing me, that says you can only park here if you have a permit. And all they have to do is change a little law that says, because the law says uh, you can park here without a permit on Sundays. All they have to do is change that law, and some of us would be saying, you know what, I can't go to church anymore. There's a church in, that used to be in the South End called Concord Baptist Church. Been there for, for over a century. But what happened is that they had to move because every time they came to service during the week, people were getting ticketed. And after a while, you can't afford to be paying $60 and $70 a week in tickets to come to church. Because some of us don't even come for free, let alone pay. That, that's, another, <laughs> that's another story. So we pray for the city. We need to be praying for this city. Are you with me? The word city, the, the, the etymology of the word city is, uh, is a, is a uh, Latin word, civitas, from which we get our English word civic. And this word civitas is an interesting word. It means membership in the community. It means commonwealth, meaning that that. We are members, we are partners, we have a role in this city, and part of the role is, number one, to pray for this city, pray for our leaders, pray for our government, because as it goes, so does it go for us. 
Are you with me so far? We, we, we need to pray for our, our, our mayor, Symbol Sudiki. We need to pray for her. We need, we need to pray. This is a critical season in the city of Cambridge. Why? Because the, you know, by the grace of God, I've had great relationships and worked with, for years uh, with the previous city managers, which was uh, 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 city manager uh, Richie Rossi, uh, who, who, who was a city manager when we first bought this church. Are you following me so far? When we first bought this church, some of you don't know this, but when we first bought this church, uh, there was a noise ordinance, and the first Sunday we were in the church, because you all were so loud praising God, the neighbor called the police on us. I mean, the first day we're here, worshiping, police show up at the door. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> And, 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 but, by the, but because I knew uh, Richie Rossi from my, from my childhood and working for the city, I've known him for 40 years, he just said, oh, Brian, don't worry about that. We'll take care of that. That's, that's the beauty of having relationship with, with, with city officials and making them understand that you, 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 you want to partner with the city. And this year... Uh, Louis Di Pasquale, another person who, who really partnered with us in things, he's, he's going to be retiring next month as a city manager. So we need to pray for the person who God wants to be city manager. Now, I don't know who God is going to choose, but I know this. One of the people who is a candidate for city manager went to Sunday school at P.T., Now, I don't know if she's going to be chosen or not, and I'm not even saying we should pray that she is chosen. What I am saying that we should pray for the person who God wants to lead to manage the city to be chosen. Are, are you hearing me, folks? And, and, and so this is why it's so important. Now, as I talked about my, our, our church mission, Some people say, well, what is the vision of PT? Well, our mission is restoring broken lives, but our vision is simply spice. So when you see ptspice.org, which is our uh, website, or if you're emailing anybody in the church, uh, you'll see say mail at ptspice.org or me, Pastor B, at ptspice.org. Why is it PT Spice? Well, our mission is to bring spice into every life that comes in contact with PT. It is, it is our desire to make sure that we flavor anybody who comes in contact with PT with the love of Jesus Christ so that they can experience in their lives what uh, David said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, how many of you, how many of you like salt? I know it's not good for us, but we like it anyways. Some of you putting up your hands like this because, but, but, I want, my, I want my food to be well-seasoned. Yes. 
Ooh, I, I, ah, I'm here. I'm hearing some amens now. And salt is a spice. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that, for those of you who are new, our goal is that anybody who comes in contact with Pentecostal Tabernacle, we want them to grow S spiritually. We want them to grow P physically. What does that mean? Meaning that we want to make sure that you're healthy. Mm. We want to make sure that you're healthy because your body, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and 2 Corinthians chapter 6, our body is the temple of God. We, we, we need to keep our bodies in good physical shape. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you realize that if your body is not in shape, that you can't praise God the way he wants you to? Mm. Come on, folks, you can't be praising God and after, you know, I say, two minutes, praise the Lord, and after 20 seconds, you're, hee, 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 So I know some of you say, move along, move along. But we need to keep our bodies in shape. It's quiet in here. <laughs> I, I, I laugh at some of the young people. Mm -hmm. Young people to me is millennials and under. Young people going up a flight of stairs and <laughs> I'm like, you're too young for that. Ooh, it's quiet in here. That's why I'm going to preach anyways. Let me talk to the people online because these folks here don't want to hear it. We got to eat properly. Now, I know some of you saying you're meddling now. But we got to take care of our bodies. Honey, we have to take care of our bodies. Amen. Because, you know, just you and me and thee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep her looking so fine. <laughs> Bless the Lord. We had a good anniversary. Yes, Lord. Now, you also got to, uh, uh, we want you to grow intellectually. We, we, this month is... Mental Health Awareness Month. We want to make sure that your minds are healthy. We want to push you to go to school and, 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 and take extra courses and do a lot of reading. And we want you to grow in your thinking. Too often, people leave their minds at the door. We want you to grow in character. Are you a person of character? Are you trustworthy? Are you, a word, are you a person who, who, who's honest? John Maxwell, in his book, Developing the Leader Within You, says this, and I always say this specifically to our young leaders, and he says this word, charisma or gifting will get you into the door of opportunity, but only character will keep you there. Are you a good husband? Are you a good wife? Are you a good parent? Are you a good employee? Do you show up on time? Mm. 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 Do, you, do, do, you, do you borrow things from the office? Mm. Turn your name and say, he's talking about you right now. He's talking about you right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and then lie to yourself saying, I'll bring it back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 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 Last month, we, we filed for taxes. Did you record all the income that you received? Sharaba. God sees in the secret things. Your, your character. The, 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 the uh, word heart is derived from a, a uh, Greek word, C-O-R, core, from which we get our English word, core values. This is, this is where your issues are. When someone else gets promoted that you thought you should have got promoted, can you still say, congratulations? Ooh, it's quiet in this Pentecostal church, but that's all right. And then we have to grow. We want to grow economically. We want to grow financially. Why? Because it takes money to run the kingdom. I, I was, I, I know I'm very carnal, I'm very carnal, I'm very carnal, but I, I was, one of my, one of my favorite YouTube comedians is, is Shula King, and, and thank you, and, and a teach, a, a student, the teacher said, how much does, no, no, the teacher was asking about, asking the student that they needed to pay X amount of dollars, and the student put on their test, Jesus paid it all. <laughs> and the teacher responded, not this. <laughs> but God wants us to grow economically so that we can be a blessing to the kingdom of God. And so you got to ask yourself, am I not, is the reason why I'm not growing economically is because we keep stealing from God. Anyways, that's a whole nother story. Because we're supposed to give our tithe and offering unto the Lord. So when, I, when I'm thinking about this area, this area of Cambridge, some of you may not realize it, it's called the Cambridge Port area. And then our other church is located in the port. So there's Cambridge Port and the port. And what, what God is saying is that, hey, can PT spice up this neighborhood? Can PT put its own flavor on this neighborhood so that people can taste and see, not that PT is good, but Jesus is good? Do they taste? Are, are, we, are we salt in this neighborhood? so that people can taste the presence of the Lord. Let me close with these few images. Um, I started pastoring in June, uh, June 2nd, 1995. And in August 1995, the Lord uh, had put on my mother's heart, Mother Green, uh, she had just retired as an executive um, executive secretary or executive administrator since 
at Verizon. And by the grace of God, uh, she knew that her son needed help as a, um, as a pastor. And so she started, she continued to work at PT. I think she was, still, I think she was working for free as my secretary. Uh, and why? Because that way, uh, if, if people wanted to accuse the pastor of running away with his secretary, you all could say, well, he actually ran away with his mother. So, <laughs> uh, But my mother uh, had a heart for children, and she had a vision for children in the Cambridge, uh, sorry, in the Port area, 77 Columbia Street, because uh, we didn't have this church then. And uh, that area was the worst area in Cambridge. Uh, the park across the street, Clement Morgan Park, the nickname of that park was Needle Park. There was a lot of gun violence in that neighborhood. Um, and, and so uh, my mother had a vision to create a, a program called Children's Haven. And, the, and it was so uh, effective, and I thank God for so many people. If, if there's anybody who's been in PT, uh, beyond 25 years, they were part of, probably a part of Children's Haven because we didn't have that many people back there anyways. But the goal of Children's Haven was to be a haven, a safe place for children, watch this, children, watch this, children, not in PT, but outside of PT. Children in our neighborhood. And by the grace of God, uh, the city caught a hold of it and, and they wrote an article about it. And, and, uh, and my mom won a grant from Verizon. It wasn't Verizon back then. I don't tell my age, it was New England Tell, I think it was. And they, AT&T, even further back than that. It, but uh, that's the article. And my mom, uh, she won a grant from, uh, from Ninex so that we could do this program. And, uh, and it was wonderful the way we could bless these children and teach them the books of the Bible and teach them about Jesus. And many of us, we, we, would, we would leave our jobs, we would leave our jobs at lunchtime, come to the church, help out, and then go back. This was the power of volunteerism. Are you following so far? And next slide. And I ran into one of the children, <laughs> Franz. He was, he was about 10 years old then. And now this man, hey, Rev! <laughs> and he said, I want to take a picture with you. And this is what touched me. He said, I want to take a picture with you because I wanted to put it on my website as one of the people who mentored me. This is 27 years later. See, the beauty of what we're doing, folks, and, 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 and the, the thing is, is that the beauty of what we're doing for children is that they won't always be children. I walked through the neighborhood, and, and many times those who, can, who still live there, they said, hey, Rev, I remember you when I was a kid. I, and, and, uh, no, even uh, there's a young man named uh, 
Tony Clark, who's the head of My Brother's Keeper, and he remembers me when he was a teenager and how, how the church poured into their lives. We, we need to pour and, and season a new generation of children in this neighborhood. Are you following me? That's why, well, if there's another, the other slide, I think we rest, yeah. A group of us, the prophetic team and many in the prayer team, we, we walked around Cambridge Ridge Latin this year and we prayed for the students, prayed for the teachers. Why? Because it is a tough, tough season to be teaching in school. Amen, teachers. If you have anything to do with school, it's been a tough season. So we walked around the school and, and, and prayed. And by the grace of God, because of the favor that God's given me, they've allowed me, I walk into the school and, 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 and in the high school, I walk the halls and I'm just praying, just praying. And, and, and by the grace of God, some, many times the vice, the vice principal will see me and say, oh, thank God you're here. Pray, pray, pray. And because you get, remember, I said growing financially, because you gave, because you gave, turn to somebody and say, you, you too, you too. Because you gave, during Christmas, we were able to get a gift card for all 455 staff members of the, of the high school. That's almost $5,000. That was Christmas, that was Christmas. I'm still getting thank you cards from teachers because they don't think people care for them. Last uh, two weeks ago was Teacher Appreciation Month. And so we were able to buy gift cards for all the teachers. Some of you may not realize there's a school across the street called Amigo School. And we were able to give gift cards to the teachers say, look, we know it's been a tough season. And the name that I put there, uh, Sarah Marrero, she is the principal. And I, she's on my prayer list and, and because it is a tough season. But folks, we have got to up the ante when it comes to caring for our community. I know many of us don't live in Cambridge, but our church is located in Cambridge. Am I preaching all right? One more point and then we're going to pray. By the grace of God, in, uh, on June 11th, at 10 a.m. to noon, Cambridge is going to hold its, I think it's its seventh annual gun buyback program. The good news that I'm excited about is that our church, our church was, or not was, I mean still is, we were one of the first churches, if not the first church, that hosted the gun buyback program, by the grace of God. And, and I don't know if we have a, have a picture there for you to see, but we hosted the gun buyback program it was just an awesome time. That's at PT North, our other, uh, our, our other facility. And it was, it was a powerful time. And many of you uh, came out to help work that program. And if you could show the next slide, and then we'll pray. And 
these are some of the guns that have been confiscated from, the, from Cambridge. And if you don't think there's, if you don't think there are, in, there are no murders in Cambridge, trust me, people are being killed in Cambridge. I, I, I don't even have time to let you know what's going on in the underworld of Cambridge. And, and, and that's why Cambridge needs us to care. And so I'm just grateful that you have been able to partner with me as we partner with God to care for our community. I want you to bow your heads at this time. And as you bow your heads, and those of you who are online, I want to read off some names. And after I read off some names, I'm going to have Brother Jason Ferrero. He's, he's going to pray. Uh, I'll introduce Jason to you in a moment. But in Laguna Woods, California, Dr. John Chen Chang was shot in church. Shot in church. Saving other members of the congregation from the man who came into the church for the purpose of killing people in worship, Taiwanese in particular. Buffalo, New York, Roberta Drury, Margus Morrison, Andre McNeil, Aaron Salter, Geraldine Talley, Celestine Chanin, Hayward P Patterson, Catherine Massey, Pearl Young, Ruth Whitfield, most of them senior citizens, African-Americans, or at least black, just, just shopping. Could you imagine, you just sat market basket or stop and shop, Whole Foods, Star Market or wherever you shop. And a gunman comes in and shoots to try to kill you. These are the people who lost their lives in Buffalo. Then, of course, last week, in Texas, those children who were murdered. McKenna Elrod, 10 years old. Layla Salazar, 11 years old. Miranda Mathis, 11 years old. Nevea Bravo, 10 years old. Jose Flores, Jr., 10 years old. Tess Marie Mata, 10 years old. 
Rogelio Torres, 10 years old. Eliana Garcia, nine years old. Eliana Torres, 10 years old. Annabelle Rodriguez, 10 years old. Jackie Cesares, nine years old. Uzziah Garcia, 10 years old. Jace Luvanos, 10 years old. Maite Rodriguez, 10 years old. Jayla Seguero, 10 years old. Amari Gaza, 10 years old. Alexandria Rubio, 10 years old. Alethea Ramirez, 10 years old. And then two teachers. Irma Garcia, 48 years old. whose husband, when he found out that his wife was murdered, had a heart attack and died. So four children lost their parents because of this. And finally, Eva Morellas, 44 years old. We're going to pray. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Jason to come at this time. I'm going to ask we all stand. One reason I think we owe these individuals our respect and their families to stand. I want to introduce to some of you, uh, Jason. He is, he has, uh, we hired him as a consultant and he was instrumental in helping uh, Sister Yolanda transform our lower sanctuary into a Sunday school. Thank you so much, Jason. <laughs> Jason also works in the school district of Lawrence, very tough school district, and so he knows what it's like, and so I'm going to ask Jason if he would just lead us in prayer. And let's just be in agreement, folks. Father, in time like these, we just come to you humbled, not knowing exactly what to say. But in times like these, there's no eloquent words that we can say as we wrestle and grapple with the tension of the why. But as your followers, as your disciples, we do know one thing, that you, Father, are always moved by compassion. So in times like these, we are not so quick to respond and to speak, but yet help us be instrumental in sitting with those who are struggling with the why. And as your word says, we rejoice with those who rejoice and we mourn with those who mourn. We mourn for the families that lost loved ones 
in these tragedies. We sit with them, we process with them, we pray for them, as we only know that you are the ultimate comforter, that you are the God that can bring peace, even in the midst of chaos. So right now, Father, we ask you, as you have done many times for us, many times in our lives, we pray to give them peace, to give these community peace that surpasses all understanding. And we pray, Father, that they are able to encounter you, that they are able to turn as they turn and try to find an answer. We pray that they turn and they come to find you and your loving embrace and your love overwhelming them. For all those families who are struggling with the trauma and even with sleeping and even with a sense of safety and a sense of fear. Oh, Father, we know that you have given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, Father. And we pray that they are surrounded with power and love and a sound mind. And we pray that they are able to rest their heads and find sweet sleep in you, Father, through your Holy Spirit, Father. And even in the midst of the chaos, Father, we pray, Lord, that we are able to unite as a society. Oh, Father, as this nation is divided with the left and the right, Father, we pray as a church we can be used as your vessel as this time. In this crucial time and with our society, Father, we do not pick sides, oh Lord God, but what we do is we stand in the middle, we stand in the gap, and we intercede for our communities. We stand in the middle as your followers, and we unite the left and the right, Father, and we unite our communities, oh Lord God, because as the enemy has tried to divide, Father, we know that as a church that we are called to unite so we put our differences aside we put our political differences aside we put everything aside and we center ourselves in you Lord God and father as people look unto us even before we speak let them recognize that there is something different about us there is something different. And Father, through our actions, that we bring healing upon the communities that are hurting, Lord God. And we pray, Lord, as innocent lives were lost, we don't add to the noise, but we sit and let us transmit a sense of peace that there is a better tomorrow. Father, as we are at a time between Eden and eternity, we pray that the church be a home for those who are in need. And Father, we pray, let us be a beacon of light in our communities. Let PT be a beacon of light here in Cambridge. Let us bring peace for all those who are fearing to send their children to school. Let us bring peace 
for those who are looking for a change. And Father, let people, as they look and look, find for answers, let them find you. And Father, we pray that you give us wisdom to be instrumental in this time, in our communities, in our workplaces, as different conversations go about and happen throughout the week. Father, we pray that you give us wisdom. And your word says that if we ask for wisdom, that you shall give it. So we pray that you give us wisdom in our words. And Father, we pray protection over our society. We pray protection over our children's and our workplaces. We pray, Father, that we know that you alone are our refuge, that you alone are our place of safety, that you rescue us from every trap and protect us from every evil, deadly disease. We do not fear the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that fly by day. No evil shall touch us. No evil will conquer us. No plague will come near our home. For you have ordered angels to protect us. And you will rescue all those who love you. And you will protect those who trust in your name. And what we call, you will answer. And you will be with us in time of trouble. Be with us in these moments. Be with us as our society pleads. And Father, we pray. We know that you will rescue us and honor us. And you will reward us with a long life. And we thank you, Lord. As we pray with a sincere heart. And we say, we don't know what to do. But we are thankful. Because you know, we know that you're going to show us the way and that you will lead us, and that you have not lost control because you're a sovereign God. And we know, Lord, that you are taking care of everything that concerns us. And it's your precious name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Jason. Amen. Give me five minutes if you're going to sit down for one time. Thank you, Jason. And he, some of you may not realize, he looks young, but he's actually a Marine Corps veteran. And he knows what it means to be Thank you for serving our country. I, I want to show you, just give me five minutes, four for me and one for you. I want to show you a picture. Um, if you could show um, the picture before the loss, the image. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think I saw Chris here. Oh, yeah, stand up, Chris. Stand up, Chris. Okay, just so you know who Chris is. Well, I guess you can clap for him. <laughs> you may be seated. So, you may be seated. <laughs> so, so, Chris, um, he went to Harvard Divinity and he requested that he do his ministry intern at Pentecostal Tabernacle, which was uh, interesting because there was no Pentecostal churches. Um, that were uh, at that time listed as a church that ministerial candidates 
uh, particularly those studying theology, uh, could do internships on. And so I had to apply for Pentecostal Tabernacle to be uh, allowed to be a church where Chris could do his internship. And by the grace of God, I, I think we were the first Pentecostal church that was allowed to be an internship for ministerial uh, candidates. So praise God for that. So Chris had this vision um, uh, as a project to do a, a concept called the, the Kingdom, Kingdom Concerts. And some of you who've been here a while, you know what the Kingdom Concert was. You know, many of you know that we're probably known mostly for our worship. So we decided that we would do uh, uh, an outdoor concert with our praise and worship team, but accompany that with uh, giving food to the homeless. Uh, we would uh, bring doctors and dentists out to serve those who are homeless, and then we would have care packages. How many of you remember being part of the Kingdom Concerts? Yeah. And, and God started giving us more favor, even as Chris had graduated. God started giving us more favor to the point that we eventually was able to do it on the steps of City Hall. And that's where that picture is. And then we were able to have other churches involved because we knew that if it's going to be truly a kingdom concert, it can't just be a PT concert. And, and what was wonderful is that Abundant Life Church with Bishop Larry Wars, the pastor, Aletheia Church with Pastor Adam Mar uh, Marbury, uh, Hilltop Church with Pastor Darrell and Bethany um, Temple, a lot of churches got involved in helping us just spread the gospel. And this is the beauty of, of when you make one step, the lower make two. And for us to be able to, to have a concert glorifying God on the steps of City Hall is truly amazing. This is Cambridge, folks. But again, when you pray for the city, because I had a good relationship with the city manager, they advocated for us to be able to spread the gospel on the steps of City Hall. So uh, what I want you to do, that was my four minutes, one more minute, and then we'll close out. And that is, as we are launching this new era of Pentecostal Tabernacle, uh, now that things are reopening or we're just realizing that we're gonna have to live with the pandemic, um, I want to encourage you, again, those of you who who want to volunteer to help us to do the ministry that we're called to do in this neighborhood and eventually in PT uh, North. Uh, there should be a cue card there and you can just hold up your phone against the cue card and you'll have some options where you might be able to volunteer. Uh, and if there's something that you say, hey, the church doesn't have this, but I'd be interested in being a part of something that the church is not doing, but it's on my heart. Put it down. You, you, you never know how the Lord will open up a door for us to start something new. Those of you who are online, we know many of our 
partners uh, are online, we ask you to feel free to also volunteer. But we're, 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 we want to really bring spice to the city of Cambridge as God would use us. Again, we're not the only church in Cambridge doing God's work, but we sure are one of them. And so God bless you. Uh, at this time, I'm gonna ask you to stand and so I can just uh, bless you. We praise God for his goodness. Praise God for the long weekend. <laughs> and uh, those of you who are new to this congregation, new to this church, we don't close service with a closing prayer. We close with a closing blessing. And so we're gonna ask that you put out your hands as if you're receiving a gift because the blessing is a gift. Uh, I like what one person said, uh, blessing is to say words that empower a person for success. And the blessing we give is found in Numbers chapter six, verse 24 to 26. And I kind of amplified it a bit so that you will really be blessed. So may the Lord bless you and protect you. May he look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face to shine, grin, beam, and show his pleasure on you. May the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, side with you as you side with him. And finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, his success. And may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life. I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody say, I receive that blessing. Have a fantastic week. Stay safe and God bless you. Hey, family. Thank you so much for joining us for today's service. Special thanks to those of you who continue to generously support the work of this ministry. We are so grateful for you and it's because of you that we can be a blessing to this community. If you enjoyed the service today, please like, share with your friends and family, and subscribe to our channel so that you can get a notification whenever our services go live. We also invite you to follow us on social media at PT Cambridge in order to stay connected to this ministry. Hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for watching and God bless you.